understand why we have opinions, ideas and conclusions about love. Do you think it is wrong to hold an opinion? To say that it is wrong or right would merely be another opinion, wouldn't it? As I promised we are going to explore this a bit deeper from the previous series. Now before we go further, my inspiration to this particular subject was heavily influenced by Jiddu Krishnamurti and Zana 1979, Discussions. He was an Indian philosopher, speaker and writer. His interests included psychological revolution, the nature of mind, meditation, inquiry, human relationships, and bringing about radical change in society. He stressed the need for a revolution in the psyche of every human being and emphasized that such revolution cannot be brought about by any external entity, be it religious, political, or social. If one begins to observe and understand how opinions are formed, then perhaps one may be able to perceive the actual significance of opinion, judgment, agreement. Thought is the result of influence, isn't it? Your thinking and your opinions are dictated by the way you have been brought up. You say, this is right, that is wrong, according to the moral pattern of your particular conditioning. We are not for the moment concerned with what is true beyond all influence, or whether there is such truth. We try to see the significance of opinions, beliefs, assertions, whether they be collective or personal. Opinion, belief, agreement or disagreement, are responses according to one's background narrow or wide. Isn't it? Again, if you say it is right or wrong, you are still in the field of opinions. Truth is not a matter of opinion, a fact does not depend on agreement or belief. You and I may agree to call any random and common object like a shoe a shoe in the literal sense, but by any other name it would still be what it is. Your belief or opinion is something that has been given to you by the society in which you live. In revolting against it, as a reaction, you may form a different opinion, another belief, but you are still on the same level, aren't you? What am I getting at? We have certain ideas and opinions about love, haven't we? How you picture the purest form of what you conceive love to be to your perspective. How did you get them? You may have read what the saints and the great religious teachers have said about love, and having thought it over you have formed your own conclusions. These are shaped by your likes and dislikes, aren't they? You like or you don't like what others have said about love, and you decide which statement is right and which is wrong according to your own predilection. This is by saying, I choose that which I consider to be true. Remember this leans on the concept of how you view it and no one has the right to take it from you. To be frank looking at love philosophically takes things so deep it seems to lose its meaning. The only question that remains is, is there a right or a wrong way to love? How do you get to know that and how do you express it without abusing the privilege of giving it? I guess this sets the path for our next blog article, Smiley Face, Smiley Face. I hope you keep your coffee mugs warm and it's chow from me for now, waving hand, waving hand.